we are 20 weeks, 20 weeks. I feel like this is a big stepping stone of my pregnancy, of any pregnancy. It's like the halfway point. How did we get here? I, like, I can't in my mind think like, wow, I've been doing this pregnancy thing for 20 weeks. It literally feels like seven weeks. <laughs> and also, I feel like I say this a lot, but like I haven't been enjoying it as much as I want to, at least in the second trimester, like you think you're going to be like getting things together, getting more excited for the baby, you're feeling better. But I, my second trimester is just starting. I can't believe I'm six weeks into my second trimester. Like this trimester is half over. What? Oh my gosh. It's crazy. So here we are. Hi. Bump date time. Oh my goodness. All right. So I have so much. Let's just talk. Let's just get into this. I wanted to start with a tip of the day just because it was on my mind. I've been having a lot of like moments of, oh, that's such a good thought. I got to share that. There's so many good, either deep thoughts, something revel, not revolutionary, just like, wow, this is great. Or just a small tip that I'm going to share with you. I'm like, each of these could be its own podcast episode, but I'm just going to share a tip with you today. And that is not to pee. Don't pee just because you're walking past the bathroom. And what I mean by this is a lot of times we pee, oh, let me go pee now just in case, whatever the circumstance. And I get it. If you have an hour drive ahead of you, of course, you want to use the bathroom before you go. But when we go to the bathroom just because, and this is something that literally just happened to me. I was like, oh, I should pee before I start my podcast. And then I was like, wait, do I actually have to go? Because yes, I could pee at a, the drop of a hat. You tell me to pee, I can pee. But that's because I'm hydrated. Okay. We don't want to train our bodies to have to use the bathroom anytime it has, anytime you're hydrated. (laughs) So what you were doing, if like, literally we're just like, oh, let me pee. Okay. I'm going to get some stuff done. Let me cook some lunch. Oh, let me use the bathroom real quick. Like we don't need to be doing that because it's telling our bodies, it's telling our bladder to signal our brain whenever there's literally anything in it. What instead we want to do is train our bodies to hold it just, just a little bit longer, just a little bit longer. Like wait until you have to go and then like, okay, I have to go to the bathroom, but I'm going to wait just a little bit not like an hour. <laughs> and I feel like moms can relate to this. Like sometimes you have to hold it because either either in a nap trap, like your baby's napping on you, maybe you're breastfeeding, you're like, oh, I gotta go pee. Or like the kids, you're potty training and they're peeing and you're like, oh my gosh, just please go pee because I have to go pee. Like we have to hold it. And it's that's a good thing to train your body to hold it because you're utilizing your pelvic floor and your muscles and we, we're better off training our bodies to hold it longer versus to go every 10 minutes. That is not a practice we want to get into. So that's my tip of the day, okay? Unless you are leaving the house and going on a long car ride, I know with kids it does add like a whole other thing because you're like, okay, well, I better pee now because I don't know when I'm going to have the chance to go again. Like that's okay. But don't pee just for the sake of doing it because you're near the bathroom. Okay, that's number one. Okay. Um, another update that I just wanted to share because it's on my mind. I have a lot of sick family members right now. Like 
not direct, like not my sisters or my parents or anything, but like close family members, aunts, uncles, you know, that are, their health is declining. I have two people in the ICU and a third person who had surgery last week. And these are young-ish family members, like they're 50s, 60s. They're not elderly. And it's just like, I'm, I'm sad that they, that they're in the hospital and that they've had these things happen to them. But I'm also frustrated because I'm like, oh, they're not healthy. Like what could like, oh, and uh, okay, I'm just going to say it. They're not the healthiest people. They don't exercise. They don't eat well. They smoke cigarettes. They drink alcohol excessively. And now their families are just, it's so sad. It's so sad to watch. And like, you feel so helpless. And I don't want to like, obviously I would never blame them for being in the hospital, but I just get frustrated because I'm like, what, what could I do? Anytime there's a problem in the world, like in the entire world, I'm like, what could we have done to stop this? What could have been done to prevent this? That's just the way my brain works. Or like, how can I prevent this from happening again? And what it comes down to is just general health, like taking care of yourself. And I'm thinking about my uncle right now and he's like the best uncle. Sorry. I'm like, I didn't mean for this podcast to get into like my whole family history, but he's such a fun, nice guy. And I was just thinking about, I'm like, what does he do for his health? I'm like, okay, well he hardly eats. (laughs) He does not exercise, smokes, drinks, like, uh, like, okay. So I'm just thinking for myself, my family, my friends, everyone that's listening to this, please do one thing for your health today. Even if it's going for a walk or taking a few deep breaths, meditating, eating a salad, some vegetables, like one thing. It doesn't have to be a complete lifestyle change, but can you just do one thing for your health? (sighs) Okay. All right. I just had to get that off my chest. And also like, if you have prayers to give, please send them to my family. It was just like, oh my gosh, what was happening? It's on my mom's side, my dad's side, Justin's side, like one of each. We got people that need better health. So let's <laughs> pray for that. Um, pray for some miracles because man, they're way too young. We got, they got a lot of life to live, like another 40 years. I haven't even lived 40 years. And they have that whole, like, my lifetime ahead of them. If they can get it together. Oh, my gosh. Praying for the doctors. All Okay. We're just going to move on. But I just wanted to give you a little bit of an update because, like, it's so crazy. Like, when we're pregnant, the world doesn't stop so that we can just, like, be pregnant and get ready for the baby. It's like, oh, no. You got regular things to deal with, whether it's work, family issues, health issues, you got other kids to take care of. Like, it just is going so fast. So I'm just taking a minute here. All right. In terms of my health, <laughs> I feel like I've been telling you every week that I've had this cough congestion. You hear that? It's not cute. It's not cute. I should probably go back and listen. I'm like, when was the first time I addressed it? Because this is like months. And I don't think it's just like the pregnancy congestion. Like, that's part of it. But I also have this annoying cough. Ugh, it's just been so frustrating. Can't really take much for it. I've been using Bi- Bowiron. I always have this 
say the name wrong. And I like the letters don't make sense in my head. Like, why would it be spelled that way? Um, but it's like homeopathic. So I have like a cold one. It like dissolves under your tongue. You can take it every two hours. It doesn't really do much. I like to think it's helping. And then I also have like a pregnancy cold season dropper. Um, the I'll have to link it below. The brand is like Wish Garden. Wish Gardens. They also make a post-labor ease. Ten, what is it called? I'm going to have to look that up too. But I take it after I birth my babies because no one tells you this. You have contractions after the baby comes out and after the placenta comes out when you're breastfeeding and stuff for days. Contractions, like literal contractions that feel like you're giving birth. It's your uterus contracting again. And I took these drops. It helps so much, like tremendously. Uh, but anyway, same brand makes this cold cold season drops for pregnancy. So it's like it's pregnancy friendly. It's nothing like high dose or very strong. But I like to like again, I think I like to think it's working. And then I started taking arm arm the other one. Arma armra. Armra. <laughs> it's supposed to help with boosting your immune system. It sounds like this miracle supplement. It's supposed to help with boosting your immune system, sinus health, you know, keeping your skin glowing and radiant. Um, let's see. I'm, I'm on their website right now. It says, harnessing the power of over 400 functional research-backed nutrients, Armra offers transformational benefits for the body's health. And it's one ingredient, I think. Yeah. So it's physician-developed. Like, we're trying it and... I don't know if it's the placebo effect. I've used it two times. I'm about to have my third. Like you take it once a day. You can actually like do like more than once a day. It's this tiny little scoop or, or a tiny little packet. You can either do the scoop or the packets. And um, you can just throw it back like that, which I'm nervous to do. Just like dry scoop it. <laughs> I've never done that before. But you can do it that way. Mix it with water. Throw it into anything because it dissolves um, quickly, except for hot beverages. I did read that on the label. It's like, don't put this in a hot beverage because it'll change the the components. It'll physically alter. Yeah. So just cold water <laughs> or juice, whatever you got. And I got the unflavored kind. I also tried the blood orange. So <laughs> I did the blood orange ones. I did the unflavored ones. But we... We'll see if this gets rid of the sniffles and the <laughs> cough. I will be thrilled. It's kind of expensive. It's like we're talking a hundred. Well, here's the thing: it's a hundred and nine dollars, but it's a hundred and twenty servings. So I feel like that kind of equals out because a lot of the supplements I use are thirty day servings, and they're like around thirty dollars, right? Kind of make thirty forty dollars. We'll see. If it's worth it, I will let you know. I will report back. It's also – so I got the Immune Revival. They also have one that's Performance Revival. We're, we're just testing it out right now and praying that it works. Also, anything new going on with this pregnancy, I have not – I don't want to call it lower back pain because I know it is my sacrum, which is at the bottom of your spine. So if you reach back and touch your spine – all the way down at the bottom, there's a triangular bone just below, just below the spine down there. And, you know, that's part of your 
pelvis, you got your, you know, your pelvis is in all these different pieces and then you got your sacrum and then all these ligaments attaching. And as the baby grows and our body shifts and changes, things get out of alignment, including that sacrum. And it could be shifted. Like one side could be slightly tilted back, which I think is what's happening with me. And it's pulling and I can feel it when I, if I take a step back with my left foot or like if I step back and like slightly turn to the left, Oh my gosh, I will get a sh- Well, I was just doing it now. It wasn't working. Like it happens at when I least expect it. Probably when like my core is engaged in them. Oh yeah, right there. Like when I'm totally relaxed and do that, it's just like shooting pain. Shooting. Like almost brings me to my knees. I'm like, oh my gosh. This is like, are you okay? And I'm like, my back. It's crazy. So chiropractor, I went last week. I usually only go, I'm going like once a month, maybe every couple of weeks, but I went last week and I'm going this week because I need it. Like something is not right and we need to get this adjusted, get me back in alignment so that I can function. Okay. So that is my 20 week update. Um, I have not done anything to prep for my home birth. <laughs> I have actually, I, I'm trying to make, I got in contact with the ultrasound tech. I'm actually going to like an independent kind of ultrasound place, not through like a doctor's office or like one that's like right at the hospital. Like people have these independent, like that's all they do is ultrasound. But my ultrasound tech, I want, I can't wait to meet her. (laughs) She is, uh, she sounds like a great person. She's a comedian on the side. And then she also does, Oh, what was it? It's like scuba diving or skydiving or something great. Like she's like an adventurous, but she also is comedian and does ultrasound (laughs) for herself. So I'm actually just going to text her real quick. I just texted her, which is cool. Like how cool is it to text a doctor or ultrasound tech and just be like, hey, can I come in on in next week or in November or whatever? And you don't have to like call and talk to someone and blah, blah, blah. Okay. So that's what's going on in terms of baby. We don't know the gender. And I'm pretty sure we're going to find out because I think as much as I'm like, I want the surprise, I also want to prepare more. I, I want to be... I more so want to feel prepared and like get excited and like go shopping for baby stuff than the surprise at birth. Like, I don't want to walk in. I was just, <laughs> I just caught myself. I almost said, I don't want to walk into the hospital not knowing. I'm like, no, I'll be laboring in my room, in my house. But I don't want to not know. I kind of do, but I don't know, guys. Oh my gosh. Listen, I'm excited to find out because I know it'll make it more real because as I said at the beginning of this episode, sometimes you forget you're pregnant because there's just so much other things going on. And I even have to like check myself. I'm like, is this really happening? Is this, are you really in there, baby? Like, I'm really going to have four kids. Like, it's just so hard to believe. So I think having a gender and having a name picked out and getting the room ready will just make it more real. And yes, I can do some of those things, like having the room ready and like picking out names without knowing the gender, but I know we all want to know. Everyone wants to know. I've had very few people say, just keep it a surprise because <laughs> you want to know. Don't lie. Everybody's pressuring me. What are you having? Okay. 
I wanted to do some 20 week trivia today just because I thought it'd be fun, fun way to celebrate. We're halfway through pregnancy and listen, the questions, they're not even questions, but I can turn them into a question if you want to play along, see how much you know. Um, the ones I found are kind of like a review. Like I, I knew most of this stuff, but I feel like you could impress your spouse or your pregnant friend or <laughs> maybe your mom or anyone who's interested. Like, hey, did you know? And then share one of these fun facts with them. All right. So here we go. True or false? We're going to start with a true or false. You can crave non-food items when pregnant. Okay, this just immediately reminds me of some of the shows on like TLC or Discovery that are like, my strange addiction. Have you seen those? <laughs> and it's like this girl eating toilet paper. Have you? It's like, I'm not even joking. This girl's addicted to eating rolls of toilet paper. <laughs> I just can't. Okay, so yes, it's true. Unusual cravings is known as pica. Is that what it's called? <laughs> if they're not food items. And it can be more common in pregnancy because your body's increased nutritional needs. I've also heard of people like wanting to lick rocks. <laughs> you know, it sounds so ridiculous. It's like, what? But they are craving the salt and the, their body needs more sodium. So that's why they want to lick a rock. But I'm like, really? There's no other food you'd want to have instead of a rock? Um, but yeah, you should definitely talk to your doctor if you're wanting to lick rocks and eat toilet paper. <laughs> and also make sure, like, yeah, talk to your doctor about figure out, like, what nutrients you're deficient in and what food you can eat to fulfill that need that you clearly have. <laughs> okay. Here's a question. How, what percentage does your blood volume increase during pregnancy? Here's your chance to answer. What percentage does your blood volume increase? I'll tell you. Here's the answer. 50%. You Okay, wait, in order to supply the demands of oxygenated blood to a growing fetus when pregnant, your blood volume may increase as much as 50%. So it could be a little bit less, but 50% more blood, that's a lot of blood pumping through your body. And I think I'm right at the 50% mark because my gums are bleeding. <laughs> Literally, when I brush my teeth now, there's like a couple really sensitive spots that I'm like, oh my gosh, my gums, I feel like they're falling out. They're like, are, like, are they going to fall, like crumble into pieces? Like that's how it feels. <laughs> so gross. And I floss a lot, right? Normally just because I have like a lot of food traps. I enjoy flossing. It's good for you. That's, if that's the one healthy thing you do today, please floss your teeth. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the blood flow, there's a lot of blood pumping in my body. Uh, but it also says this can make walking upstairs or hills that much harder. Research shows that physical, physically active women often show greater increases than those that are less active. There we go, Kim. I just learned something new. I have more blood volume because of my activity level. That does make a lot of sense. Okay, moving on. <laughs> 
true. This is so, this is, this is an easy one. So I'm going to make it a little more challenging. What makes, during pregnancy, what makes your sense of smell become stronger? Do you know why your sense of smell is stronger? Because I was going to do true or false. Does your sense of smell become stronger? It's true. But why? I will tell you. It is because of your pregnancy hormones, the HCG levels that your body undergoes when they increase um, can it's, – it's known as hyper – no, yeah, hyperosmia or heightened smell. Although it doesn't happen to everyone, it's most common in the first trimester as hormones are rapidly increasing and sometimes you can maintain that heightened sense of smell. Uh, I feel like during pregnancy, everything is heightened. My emotions are heightened. My sense of smell is heightened. The good, like the good feelings, like I'm overly emotionally, but I'm also overly emotionally sad when I feel really sad. Like I'm crying all the time. Like everything is heightened. And when something tastes good, it tastes so freaking good. And when something smells bad, it smells so freaking bad. Like everything is heightened and it's because of our hormones. We can thank the hormones for yet another side effect of pregnancy. Okay. True or false? Your feet can change size during pregnancy. Yep. The answer is true. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) I didn't give you much time to think about it. Uh, Hormones strike again. Uh, They can make your feet grow bigger, which is crazy. The hormone relaxin actually, which I'm familiar with this because, you know, when we are doing our stretching at the beginning or the end of a workout, it's really important or, you know, for if we're just doing like a yoga or stretching routine for the pelvic floor, let's say, it's really important that you don't bounce in a stretch. I remember doing that a lot in high school. We would do stretches for sports and we would kind of like bounce in, in it. Like I'm trying to give an example. Like if you're bent over touching your toes and you like bounce up and down um, or, you know, the butterfly stretch with your knees out to the side and you flap your knees like wings, um, that can, you know, help you get like a deeper stretch and feel into it a little bit more, but you don't want to do that during pregnancy because of the relaxing hormone that is released. It softens and loosens ligaments and tissues during pregnancy. So it could cause injury if you, if you're bouncing in a stretch, if you, if you want to stretch during pregnancy, you just want to hold it, hold the stretch gently, no bouncing around, <laughs> please. And then also how this affects your feet is your feet has a bunch of ligaments in there. Think of how many bones are in your feet. Aren't there like a couple hundred bones in your foot? They're all held together by these ligaments. And your feet loosen and relax, causing your feet to flatten and become wider. Ah! Okay, tell me. I need you to write into the podcast um, on Instagram. Just hop on over to Instagram, your glowing podcast. Tell me if your feet did grow, did they go back to normal size after? Did they go back? Because I know for some women it's temporary. Like it goes back while others, their feet just stay big. And like that's so sad because you lose all of your shoes. But it also means like, yay, new shoes. (laughs) Right? Can we just get excited about that maybe? Okay. Next, true or false, babies can taste food in the womb. Can babies taste food in the womb? It is true. But starting around eight weeks, okay, it might not even be eight weeks. Um, (laughs) How do they know this stuff? Honestly, like how do you know a fetus can taste 
food. Tell me that. Like, you can't ask them. (laughs) Obviously, it must be like some sort of like something that lights up in their brain from the amniotic fluid. But like, I don't know. Science is crazy, man. Like, how do they know this? But it says amniotic fluid is flavored by what you eat. And since babies swallow amniotic fluid every day, they can taste what you're eating. I can't believe it's that early though. Cause I know like when you're, when you're further along, like end of third trimester and you eat either something spicy or something sweet and baby is going nuts in there. Like you can tell, but when they're so small, how can you know? How do you know? This is not only that, but some research shows that prenatal exposure to a variety of flavors can influence children's willingness to try new foods. So healthy eating during pregnancy can help in more ways than one. See? good for you. Maybe we'll make a less picky eater. I shared this once on Instagram. I did like say like, did you know like a baby could like food more based off of what you eat during pregnancy? And someone was like, that's not true. My kids are so picky and I'm the healthiest eater. And I was like, okay, maybe not, maybe not for everyone. Okay. True or false? Babies cry in the womb. True or false? This says true. Again, are you sure? (laughs) But it says babies are learning to react appropriately and are basically practicing for the real thing. This practice can include imitating breathing patterns of crying. Okay, so it's more like a breathing pattern, like a like I think of like the little quiver, like like that, like the like I'm gonna cry. Um, Facial expressions. and even mouth movements. That is so interesting because I feel like crying is like an emotional response. So are they feeling emotions in the womb? I think they are. I feel like I've read about this too. Babies can sense your emotions and your stress levels, which that scares me because like, oh, I'm like, geez, I got to get my stress levels in order. I don't want my baby to be stressed. <laughs> I need to chill out. We need to add some more yoga in. We're we're at once a week yoga, but I think I think I should go for twice a week. <laughs> okay. All right. Here's the next one. You know how you're like they always say you're glowing. Does your skin actually glow? Does it actually glow? Like think about what the word glow means. It means like it's illuminating. Does it actually glow? Think about that for a second. Does it light up? <laughs> Let's read the answer because I I honestly don't know. Aside from the glow of being happy about pregnancy, there are other medical reasons why your skin really can glow. Hormone fluctuations, an increase of blood flow, and increased oil in the skin, thanks to all those hormones, can contribute to making your skin look flushed and give you that characteristic pregnancy glow. So, okay, it's not like illuminating, but it is radiating health. And I just have to confess something. I have been getting at least last week, like over before I took the weekend off of posting on Instagram, but like last week when I dressed up as Kourtney Kardashian and I did all my like fun (laughs) stuff, I got so many comments like, Kim, you're glowing. Your skin looks so good. Well, I was wearing makeup, like a lot of makeup, (laughs) like concealer and then bronzer a little bit of blush, blending it in. <laughs> I don't even know how to do makeup, but I mean, I just, I try. And apparently 
I looked okay because I was getting compliments on it, but I want you to know, like, it is not the pregnancy glow. I really do have, like, I have a little concealer on right now, but I have, like, these red spots on my cheeks and, like, these little – they're not pimples. I get them from time to time, and it begins with an M. It's, like, molos, moloscum or malis something. If you're a dermatologist or you go to a dermatologist a lot, you might know what I'm talking about. They're, like – they look like little zits, but they never, like – fully develop. It's just like a little bump under the skin. Anyways, I get them occasionally and I've been getting a ton of them right on my cheeks. And it's like really red in some areas. Blotchy. I got bags under my eyes. Like I am not glowing. (laughs) I'm not glowing. (laughs) I try. But um, yeah, it's makeup. Sorry. Hate to break it to you. But you too can achieve a pregnancy glow with a little bit of bronzer. <laughs> my Tula Eye Stick. So I do use a couple things every day. I have like my Tula Eye Stick. I use my filter primer, which is supposed to like blur, give like a blurring filter look to your skin. So it's a little more smooth. Um, I also mix that with some tinted SPF. And then I do my lashes and I fill in my eyebrows. But if I'm wanting to look really cute, I add some bronzer and some blush and all the other things. Not all the other things because, yeah, I just don't have time for that. And then my hair, I also got comments on my hair like, wow, your hair's so much longer. What it like, how does your hair look so healthy? I didn't style it this past week. I've been washing my hair once a week. And usually I blow dry. I, I smooth over the frizzy parts with my strainer and then I curl. And my hair holds curl really well. I'll still have to like touch it up here and there throughout the week. But I didn't curl it this week. I just used my blow dry brush. We are on day. What day are we on? When did I wash my hair? <laughs> I'm on day five of this hair. And I just used my blow dry brush. I don't know if, you, if you're just listening right now. Listen, I have had to reapply dry shampoo. But I still have, I feel like, a good amount of volume my hair is not frizzy. I have to touch up like a little bit around my face because that's where my hair like curls the most, like these little baby hair pieces. But it, it's got like that fresh blowout look on the bottom. So I use Magic Mist. No, is that what it's called? <laughs> Magic Mist by In Common. Like when my hair's wet before I blow dry it and it just makes it so smooth because I have naturally frizzy freaking hair. Like it's so frizzy and dry. But when I use this stuff, it makes my hair look like I just got a fresh cut. It's way less frizzy. It's more smooth, but not like oily. Oh, love it. Perfect. Okay. We're going to end there. (laughs) I'm going to have to link that up for you, the Magic Mist and my blow dry brush so that you can check them out if you want to just easily style your hair, which I am so excited to have a blow dry brush heading into this baby, like this postpartum phase. I didn't have one. I got my first blow dry brush when Blake was like seven months old. And I just feel like it would have been so much easier keeping on top of my, keeping my hair clean because I was, I dreaded washing it because I had to blow dry it every time and blow drying with like the brush and the, oh my gosh. It's just like, this has saved me so much time having the just like the one-step tool. It's amazing. And then you barely have to style it. Like I could just leave it like this, but I usually choose to add a curl. And then also, wait, real quick, they opened up a blow-dry bar near me. Have you ever been to a blow-dry bar? You walk in and they wash your hair 
and they can do like treatments on it, conditioner. They use all these beautiful products. Smells so good. They blow dry your hair. They'll style it. And then you leave. (laughs) It's amazing. Like you could do it for like if you have an event or if you're lazy and just don't want to wash your own hair and you want to treat yourself instead of getting your nails done or whatever else you would do. This is on my Christmas list. Family members, friends, (laughs) gift card, please, (laughs) dry bar. They have memberships too. Like you can get a monthly membership to go once a month or twice a month. And then you go twice a month and get your hair washed for you. Oh, it just like sounds like such a dream. It just sounds so nice to have your hair done for you. Because number one, you know that's going to last. You know you're going to look good walking out of there. Sometimes I wash my own hair, I dry it, and I'm still not happy with it. I'm like, oh, what a waste of my time. It didn't come out right. I don't have time to redo it, so I'm stuck with this, whatever. So you go there, and, and it gets done right. It looks good. You leave happy. And then it's it's such a relaxing experience having someone touch your head <laughs> in your hair in that way, get a little scalp massage. Oh, my gosh. That's on my Christmas list. It's for sure, like the number one thing on my list. And then my retreat. (laughs) Tickets to the retreat, if that's not on your list, add it now. And if you're already coming, yay, I can't wait to see you. All right, bump date, we are wrapping up. This is the halfway point. This is a peak of pregnancy. We have reached the top, and now it's all downhill from here. (laughs) That's scary. Okay, all right, I'll see you on Monday for next week's episode. Have a great week.